Hey everyone, welcome to the Everything Elon podcast. I'm Gus Schoenbecker, I'm a high school junior with the goal of creating a bi-weekly podcast, giving updates based on all of Elon's ever-growing and ever-so-expansive companies. My driving question for this podcast and what I will be attempting to answer throughout every episode will be how do Elon Musk companies contribute to ending the ongoing crises in the world? And what impact does he have not only as an innovator, but also as an influencer? Although this first episode will seem very technical, only giving a background on each of his companies and a little more into kind of the cyber truck, the stock, and more recent news, I will expand into his influence side much later, such as what he is doing in the media. Um, so we're going to go first right into the first topic, which is uh, one of his companies, SpaceX. SpaceX being the first private company to launch a rocket and have it reach orbit in 2008, SpaceX quickly became pretty well recognized for space transportation between the ISS, which is the International Space Station, along with its just very large goals. SpaceX soon revolutionized the space exploration and colonization industry following the reusable rocket stages that self-land themselves. This kind of goes along with um, Elon's kind of goal of colonizing Mars. So, in 2017, a stage from the Falcon 9, one of SpaceX's rockets, was used for a second time that had kind of caught worldwide attention due to the unheard of cost, efficiency, and rocket launching. A lot of the time we hear about in the media, NASA and their rocket launches costing millions, billions, like a year. Um, and now with Elon kind of reinventing that and making it so that they can be efficient and be reused, um, that's completely changed the game. Speaking more recently, SpaceX has been launching Starlink satellites um, starting last May in 2018. Since then, he has been launching Falcon 9 rockets into orbit, carrying these satellites, creating what will become a satellite network with hundreds, soon thousands of these satellites, um, providing internet and service pretty much across the globe. Um, beginning 2020 off right, there's another launch of 60 satellites um, that was launched on the 6th of January, and so far, 100 and 82 satellites have been launched with a much more rapid launching schedule to hopefully begin soon. So next I'm going to be kind of transitioning into another one of Elon's very early companies and that was Tesla. So Tesla began only a year following the beginning of SpaceX. Um, it was founded by Eberhard and Tarpening and so Elon invested himself into that company in 2004 only two years later, partnering with Lotus, which is, you may know as a sports car company, um, a luxury sports car company, and he developed his own sports car, running solely off electricity power. Um, he soon released his plan for that company, being that he would build a sports car and use that money to build an affordable car. Then he would use that money to build an even more affordable car while doing above, also providing zero emission electric power generation options. And this has been practically what he's done. That sports car that he planned on building was the Roadster, um, hopefully coming out in the next couple years, if not this year. Um, use that money to build the X and Y, and then use that to build the three. Um, so we've really seen that happen. Tesla truly picked up in the following years from 2006 to where we are now in 2020 
but also went, underwent great amounts of ups and downs. Um, oftentimes, you read about uh, in the headlines of Tesla struggling to meet deadlines. Elon Musk himself has a problem with that with his companies um, being underfunded and almost failing in numerous lawsuits. Tesla has proved to be pretty resilient and has grown as a company to provide a beneficiary hardware environment that is cost efficient and safe, winning many awards, um, especially in the Model 3. Tesla had also began rolling out the question of autopilot about five years ago, which is a self-driving feature. Um, since then, many legal troubles had ensued, along with the purchase of Solar City, which I'll be talking about shortly. Um, most recently, we've seen the release of the Cybertruck, um, which I'll be talking about a little bit later. Another two companies I'm going to be talking about his last two are Solar City and Boring Company. So, Solar City was purchased by Elon just four years ago and has undergone many issues being a part of Tesla. Elon has already, as I had mentioned before, had a history of legal trouble, and throughout this, his companies have been on the verge of either surviving or crashing. Solar City's main product is a solar roof, which is very durable, sleek, and can work with the Tesla Powerwall, which is used for the home and for Tesla charging for the cars, of course. Solar City allows for its users to always monitor their energy usage and choose where it is being sent to, which is a really great feature. One of Elon's more interesting companies is, of course, the Boring Company. Boring Company started sometime in 2017 when Elon Musk had made a tweet because he was sick of Los Angeles traffic. His idea for this was tunneling. You see, with tunneling, it's kind of like a 3D map. You can go up, you can go down, you can go to the left, and you can go to the right, instead of being on one plane, like roads. He believed this would save a lot of time with traffic, and decided to pursue his idea. Although it is only a personal hobby of a company, he has already been testing new designs in small routes to be able to show its efficiency. Hopefully you learned a little bit about the backstory of Elon's companies there. Um, next we're going to be transitioning into a little bit more of what is more recent projects, a little more recent news, opinions, and what the media has to say. Um, so we're going to be starting out with the Cybertruck. So, like many, a lot of people had differing reactions to the Cybertruck. Of course, in the media, it was very um, diverse. I was whether the people were liking it. You were seeing celebrities putting in that deposit, which was only $100, compared to the prior $1,000 we'd seen in some of his other Tesla vehicles. Um, but just really, he was really getting the attention, whether he'd wanted it um, or not. But like they always say, any publicity is good publicity. Um, in that demonstration live, we had seen the broken glass. Um, and of course, there's also been a few kind of speculations as to whether that was purposeful. Um, we had seen plenty of headlines as to if, why it happened, was it supposed to happen? Um, and I think there's definitely that theory out there that he had done that for kind of that advertisement, free advertisement, because of course, this isn't supposed to come out for a year or two years. Um, since when it was kind of announced in 2019. So this could be a complete marketing strategy where of course it's in the early stages, it's somewhat expected to have minor flaws, faulty glass. Um, 
So that's just kind of interesting. Um, another thing we'd also seen with that is the different motors. We have this normal motor, the dual motor, and the tri-motor, of course, both at different costs, but along with that, just showing that kind of power and strength against the F-150. Um, again, controversy on that, like most of Elon's um, vehicles and company moves until it's finally proved. So um, the controversy is not necessarily a bad thing, and it's really just showing how resilient and how this company will prove itself. So um, along with the Cybertruck reveal, we saw the ATV. Um, not a lot has been really announced about it, so we don't have too much, but hopefully as of now, we don't get to see anything when you go to that deposit screen, but hopefully later on um, when you have the customization option, you can select for that ATV because I know a lot of people are pretty interested in that, um, kind of fitting right in back, and my guess would be electric, of course, so definitely another interesting thing. One really kind of topic I wanted to bring up was the 2021 deadline. Um, a lot of the time with Elon's companies and Elon's projects, we see that it's oftentimes pushed back or sometimes last minute pushbacks. And are we gonna see that with the Cybertruck? Is, is there gonna be funding? Is there gonna be everything? So we kind of are gonna have to wait to see how that will play out. But I think that's definitely something to keep in mind, especially as the upcoming months, upcoming uh, year goes on to see the progress through of course Elon's Twitter that's upgraded like updated regularly sorry um, and just seeing how that grows as one of their most ambitious projects so um, I think what the Cybertruck has to offer is definitely for some people and definitely not for others um, as we've just seen but I definitely think it's something that many will be interested in and kind of that power, that strength, and how it's proving that hopefully it will be one of the top in the market. It's just really cool to be able to watch as it develops. We had first heard about Elon Musk and SpaceX's ambitious project, which was the Starship Mark I a little over a year ago. Since then, of course, the Mark I had failed the pressurization test, and Elon had quickly moved on to another project regarding the Starship. This is being the SN. The SN, as you may or may not know, is a very similar project and very similar design. This one, of course, has twice as many Raptor engines, going from three to six, um, both carrying the same amount, whether it's cargo or people. And the today, January the 12th, Elon Musk had announced um, the passing of their purposeful explosion on one of the tanks testing its durability compared to the last time when the Mark I had failed it. Of course, this leads us to question a lot, such as how trustworthy is it? How safe is it? Um, Elon had talked about last September, just about it being done in about six months, which of course, as I had mentioned previously, Elon has not had a great history with deadlines, so that would definitely be put up to the challenge. but. Being able to build one of these tanks in, I think it was 20 days, um, and then of course blowing it up to test it for science purposes. Um, but that quick engineering from first weld to being finished is fairly impressive for SpaceX, and I believe if Elon Musk continues to put the time and effort into his company and into this, he may be able to hit his deadlines.
Yeah, so next I'm going to be talking about the Tesla stock. So recently, in the last about month or so, we've seen the Tesla stock surge, um, even from about mid-October. So when we really saw this growth. And a few things we can kind of uh, correlate this with is, of course, the Model 3, a lot of them being produced, especially the new production in China. Um, of course, that's a really big venture for Tesla. Um, and since we've seen that quarter where it's finally positive um, for one of the first times, so that's just really surprising and seeing that money being able to go into the company, that's really big for Tesla. Um, there are a lot of plans for Tesla and I mean with this stock surging, I think it's something that a lot of people are trying to be a part of. Um, going from about 230 to what it is now about 500 since October. So it's pretty exponential growth and of course it is pretty risky. Um, we've seen many times before Tesla's stock being really high from what it was and then dropping from what something that Tesla had said, what Elon had said, um, missing the deadline. So of course it's something you have to be very careful about, but I think it's definitely something that everyone should be keeping their eye out on. So mention of course is the Shanghai Gigafactory. Um, right now they're releasing the Model 3s and hopefully planning on the Model Ys, but we've seen daily orders in China across the nine stores as high as 1,200 a day. Um, the price drop, which is going from about 50 grand to 4,200, is definitely something that's probably incentivized towards these buyers, um, but this is definitely something that a lot of people are looking forward to. And of course, a lot of other European countries are kind of looking at Tesla and their gigafactories being built overseas. That's something they want, um, of course, for how environmentally friendly it's definitely becoming more affordable. Um, so we definitely want to keep our eye out for this. And this had just happened a little bit recently, um, earlier on this month. So definitely something that we're seeing with Tesla growing overseas, um, becoming a little bit bigger of a project, but Gigafactory only being built in just 10 months is really something where we'll see that time period get shorter and we'll see more um, growth of Tesla in general um, as the years go on. Wrapping up the end of the first Everything Elon podcast, I'd like to thank everyone for joining me. Um, of course, this first episode was a little more logistical, talking about each of his companies, but following episodes, what you have in store, um, it's definitely gonna be more of what Tesla's updating, what his companies are updating on, things that may be a little less known um, through either his Twitter, um, through what sources are saying. So it's definitely gonna be interesting. Hopefully I'll have a few guests on from Tesla followers um, and such, but this is definitely something that I want to keep going with. And if you enjoy, I'd like you to share it as much as possible um, so I can keep having that support to keep going. Um, I want to hear your feedback as well, whether it should be more of updates, whether it should be more logistical, um, and whether it should be specialties where folks on Tesla for an episode. For the most part, it is going to be on each of them as much as I can. Um, with bi-weekly what Elon is saying about the companies, what we're hearing, um, and what's being built, what's being done. But again, I'd just like to thank you all for tuning in and see you next time. Thank you.